Hey, good evening, folks. Welcome to the Uptown Parlor Recap Show, hosted by Ace Lightbird. We're coming to you live again from New York and Boston. We're coming to you with dad picks. We're coming to you with a recap of the week, college games, and pro games. Take it away, Ace. All right. We step into the action, heading into the second quarter of Monday Night Football with the Pittsburgh Steelers up 16-3. to the Steelers being three and eight on the season are beating a four, six and one team. I'm sorry, three and seven on the season um, are beating a four, six and one team. So we were kind of getting into it a little bit before, but in terms of talent, I'd say the quarterbacking talent is probably favoring Indianapolis because they have, they have a quarterback who's been to a Super Bowl, who may be a bit old, but um, he's better than every quarterback on the Steelers. Absolutely. I completely agree in terms of quarterback talent. I would think that uh, Matt Ryan would be a lot better quarterback just based on experience alone than Mr. Pickett. However, the Pittsburgh team overall, I think, is a better personnel, has better personnel than, than the Colts. The Colts don't have a good quarterback. They don't have wide receivers. or They have a yeah. running back, Mr. Taylor, who's a killer. They don't yes, have an offensive is. line. They've been lucky so far. Bringing in a different coach, he souped them up for the first game. They lost after that. They're going to lose probably every game after this. Pittsburgh is down, one, because they're playing this rookie quarterback, and two, they're kind of injured. But tonight's dad pick for Monday night is Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh over the Colts. All right. Yes, I had that on my Thursday podcast as well. I hope that comes true because then I'll be at – Nine and every team played this week, so I'll be at sixteen games. I'll be at nine and five on the week. That's not Which bad. Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I had a pretty flawless Thanksgiving, as did you. But let's yeah. go over. Let's recap your picks for the people. Let's start with college, and we're going to hit the pro. So go ahead, Dad. Oh, my college picks! I got slaughtered this week. I don't know if it's because the kids were thinking of Thanksgiving, trying to get their break. I don't know if they're just tired of playing football. But man, I had ten. I had nine picks. I picked two correct for twenty-two percent. Everybody let me down. Iowa got beaten by Nebraska. I was playing for the championship to get in the championship. Was UCLA lost to California. Clemson lost. Ohio State lost. Oregon lost. I mean, it, it, I just got you wiped took out. Michigan. Didn't you? No, I, I took I, I thought Michigan would win personally, uh, but I figured that um, Ohio State would cover at okay. seven and a half. So everybody, I don't know what happened, but all the kids laid down this week and I got slaughtered. So if you had dad picks this week, you have my sincere sympathy. We go to the bank and get some money for next week because next week we're going to win. We're going to bring in some winners. <laughs> So I told you that I told you that Nebraska game was a trap game. And you know why? Why? They were being coached by a guy who potentially was going to be their head coach. Jim but Leonard did, used to play he, there as a player and he played in the NFL for 13 years. But and he got a chance. He he got the interim job because he was really getting in consideration as getting hired. Yes. Yes. Nebraska likes to hire their own. Yes. So I believe they were motivated to try to win for him. Now however. Not just However, that. They were also getting 10 points, and Iowa has zero offense. So like you said, Iowa has no offense, and Nebraska has been awful. 
but he did not get the coaching job. No, no. So I don't know that they were playing for him. They were playing for pride or whatever. Maybe they didn't have as much turkey as Iowa did. I don't know. But yeah. nonetheless, that was a big letdown. You say losing to California, another big letdown. That was shocking. You know, so many teams uh, wind up 10 and 2. Clemson losing to South Carolina. Oh, my God. What a I letdown. enjoyed that one. Michigan getting crushed. I mean, Michigan crushed Ohio State. Incredible. In their house, so-called house, Oregon losing. You know, the, the only winner I really had going was TCU and USC. Yeah. So many teams, I don't know who's going to make the playoffs because they're like 10 power five teams that are all 10 and 2. Well, so it, it's incredible. You, you, The two you named that won this past week should be in, right? I don't see how TCU can lose to K-State. I don't see that as a possibility. Okay, um, I'm with they, that. K-State is good, but they lost their starting quarterback, who used to be the former starting quarterback of Nebraska. Feels like he's been in college since 2015. Uh, Adrian Martinez, good player. Hope he has a shot at the NFL, or at least the USFL, to make some money out of this thing. And uh, TCU's 12-0, and and they beat the brakes off of, I think it was either Baylor or uh, not Texas Tech. Cause Texas Tech beat Oklahoma. What? I agree that TCU is going to win easy. Would you yes. say K State is a good team or a, or a tough team? Tough. Oh, okay. But I don't think they're a good team. Now, again, TCU will get in. Michigan yes. will get in. And Georgia. Georgia will get in. USC is not getting in. So you're telling me if so, does it matter if USC wins or loses? Doesn't matter. So the USC people, beats Utah, wins the Pac-12 title, and doesn't get in. They're gonna the people who uh, select wow. the teams to get in. Mm-hmm. They have a local perception. Okay, their perception is okay. anything anything south of Maryland and anything east of the Mississippi River. They don't. Really, I mean, the only reason <laughs> they have to let Ohio State and Michigan in yeah. is because they just too, they bring too much to the table in terms of popularity in terms of TV rate, in terms of ticket mm-hmm. sales and ad sales. They just bring too much. Well, whoever then, won that game was a 12-0, I mean, conference champion. Like there, there's a chance that Michigan and Ohio State will get in. Do you think Ohio State deserves to be in over USC? Absolutely. Ohio State lost really? to a number Ohio State lost to a number two team. Okay, but they got they didn't just lose. They lost by three touchdowns. They lost yeah, but they lost to um USC lost to Utah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, they both you know, beat Notre Dame. USC yeah, beat Notre Dame, too. USC lost to Utah with 16th rank to 18th rank at the time. That's, okay. you know, just looking at those two things. Again, I think the people who make these decisions are biased yeah. against anything west of the Mississippi and north of Maryland. That's just my two cents. We'll see what happens, though. But I agree with you about three teams, TCU, Georgia, and Michigan. I mean, if you're – well, I'll say this. I don't see how Ohio State – you see, the thing is, Ohio State's not in the title game. Or let's say Michigan had lost this game by that much. Michigan would be going home. They would be going home forever. And and, And like I texted you, Yeah. okay, after after Michigan's win – yeah. They're going to offer Harbaugh a million dollar a year for the next hundred years. <laughs> a year ago, 
two years ago, they wouldn't have fired the guy. Yeah, they gave, made him take a pay cut, and then he got his money back after one last year. But now he's beaten Ohio State twice. The, the only thing Michigan cares about yeah. the school is beating Ohio State. They don't care about anything else. They don't care if about you, actually winning the, nat- the natty? They don't. No. If you beat Ohio State, you're coach forever. That's well, how small-minded these football schools are. Those two, those two really are. People were actually calling for Ryan Day to get fired. Yes, forty. I think he's like forty-two and five, or forty-five and four. And they want because he lost five years because he lost to Michigan twice in a row. Yes, that's see. If you beat Michigan and Ohio State, you got a job forever. If you beat Ohio State, you got a job forever. So there you go. I would say you know what the shows is that um, the schools that are in Power Five conferences. The Pac-12 schools going forward, if you're Oregon or if you're Utah or whomever out there, and you want to mm-hmm. actually win the conference and move on after these teams go to the – after USC goes to the uh, Big Ten, when you play an SEC school early in the year like Oregon did it with Georgia, you're going to have to win those. There's no more grace to be given. There's no more but, Utah can lose to Florida and then win all the – no, you have to win them all now. You've yeah, got even... to start with Ohio State, at Ohio State, beat them, and then go beat up on your conference, too. For the last 10 years, even with UCLA and USC in the Pac-10, if you don't beat the SEC schools, you're not getting invited. Well, and forget, They're not going to be a yeah. power five anymore with, after losing those two schools. You see, but that's the thing. The, I, I think they will be because it. what I've noticed is it comes down to prestige and money for these players. And the schools that still have the prestige and money are Oregon. Mm-hmm. Who else? Uh, Washington. Okay, maybe Washington. And okay, that's kind of it out there. That's right. It's not, that's but it's it. not like the rest of them were national title contenders. No disrespect that's to it. Oregon State. I love that you won the Civil War, which is a cool name for the game, by the way. Okay. But K State also wasn't going to the national title. Mississippi State wasn't going to the national title either. When they you talk go. about this game, like the Egg Bowl, it's like I get it. You've been playing it forever. It's your own in-state rivalry. Schools are really close, but like it's not deciding who wins the national champion. This is a regional. It's a regional battle. It's like Buffalo when we play Kent State or Akron. Yeah, we care. It's our little rivalry. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's not. It's not even. That's not even going to decide who wins the MAC, let alone whatever else. So it is what it there is. There you go. There it's you go. Carolina playing Clemson. You know, only if Clemson loses, is it a big deal? It's right? a big deal, exactly. But what so, can you say? So I had a bad game, week this I week. I enjoyed that. But sorry. If if we're going if we're going for the the I think Georgia is going to win another national championship. Really? I'm picking Georgia now. Just whatever Georgia to win it outright. I'm picking Michigan to lose their game. Whatever game they play, I'm picking them to lose. Whoever they play, I'm picking Michigan to lose. Well, Michigan's gonna Michigan. I think will likely end up playing TCU. They're going to lose. Whoever the they play. The way that they just beat Ohio State, I yeah. have no reason to believe that they – J.J. McCarthy was like, oh, you guys think I can't throw because my coach won't let me. And he proceeded to throw three touchdowns for 360 yards and then ran one in. And I was like, oh, this guy could totally do this. They just haven't been doing it. What is the problem with Michigan? They have no run game. No, they do have a run game. They broke off two 70-plus yard running plays against one of the better defenses in the Big Ten. They and also when beat did, Penn State as well. When when did they do that? They did that in the second half after Ohio when State. When they had got, to. After Ohio State got worn down and a little emotionally demoralized, 
Then they were able, in the first half, they couldn't run nothing. Yeah, and that's okay. why he was throwing the ball around. The score was close. You've heard it here first. Yeah. Ohio, I mean, Georgia to win outright, Michigan to lose. It doesn't matter who they play. So you're telling me TCU and Georgia are going to be playing in the national championship game? If TCU plays Michigan, yes. Well, yeah, they're two and three right now in the in the rankings. Well, well then uh, we'll see how. It, I mean, we'll, wow. Georgia's okay. going to we, we wind up number. Georgia's going to wind up number one again. Yeah, and I assume Michigan will be number two because they're in the Big Ten, and then everybody else falls after, well, unless give, Michigan somehow finds a way to fall down and hurt themselves and lose to. Uh, I forgot who made the championship game. Yeah, you're, you're, put, you're putting a lot on on. Um, on the Big Ten being important, they may yeah. they may be three or four. Yesterday they may not be the, two. Okay, well they usually give them a higher spot when they go undefeated. Well, so that's we'll what see. I'm giving them preference to the Big Ten. We're gonna see, but you but, heard it here uh, first, folks. Again, I repeat myself: Georgia wins the national championship. Michigan loses to anybody they play in the championship series. Okay. Put your money on that. Run what? out to the West Gate. Put your money on that. <laughs> were there any other college? Uh, were there any other? Oh, were there any? You know, we'll do the review of any other games this Friday. Let's do. Uh, we're going to do the NFL picks with the dad picks, and we're going to review those. I think you did. Oh, my dad picks. Well, I picked ten games, and if Pittsburgh wins, like they look like they're doing right now, I would have picked seventy percent. I got the Giants over Dallas. Mm-hmm. At Thanksgiving, I Wait, got the Minnesota. Giants didn't cover over Dallas. No, Dallas was Dallas was. Um, did you take Dallas? No, I took the Giants. The Giants did not win. But what did they lose by? Uh, I believe it was two touchdowns. But let me check. They wore them down in the second half. Oh, so I lost that one. Okay, so I got sixty-six percent. Hmm. Just so I'm accurate here, but yes, that's correct. Go ahead. Sorry, uh, that. Okay. I had Minnesota over yes. New England by three. I had Miami by 11 and a half. I oh, picked... I'm sorry. The Giants were plus 10. That's right. The Giants that's covered right. 28 that's 20. Right. I apologize. That's right. I interrupted that's our okay. whole flow. That's okay. I understand. Um, I had I had Kansas City over the Rams by 14. I had Sam Fran over New Orleans by eight and a half, and I had yeah. Philly over over um, Green Bay by six and a half. The two that I did lose was uh, Baltimore, um, and and I don't know, you know, they've lost was it three games this year after leading by double figures in the in the fourth yes. quarter. They've lost yes. three games. Did, mm. Their defense. Yeah, the end of that game is what made me crazy. Well, no, I mean. Their defense was they're supposed to be the tough guy defense. Yeah. They let him come down and in 10 plays or 11 plays, go 75 yards for a touchdown. Then he comes down with a minute 40 or whatever left, and he comes down with eight or nine plays, and then they score again. What is going on in Baltimore? Yeah. There's something going on with the defense, and he's supposed to be the defensive coach. The other one I lost was Seattle and Las Vegas. And um, you deserve mm. to lose when you let a guy run 86 yards from scrimmage in, the, in, in overtime. You deserve to lose and be laughed at. So there you go. Those are the two that I lost. Everybody He's, else was a winner. 
he single-handedly won them that game, Josh Jacobs. And you know what Indeed. I find interesting about that? Yeah. That coach has ref- basically before this game, mm-hmm. he's refused to give him more than like 20 carries. And they've oh. lost the majority of those games. The coach, the, I've never been a fan of his. None of the people who come out from under Belichick have been successful in this league. And he is he is another one. Just because he's young, he's still a lousy coach. I don't think he I don't think he gets the job done. McDaniels, but yeah. they won that, so we'll see what happens. But hey, mm-hmm. if Pittsburgh wins, dad picks this week, folks, was seventy percent. As I've yes. been telling you before, if you win, come back and listen to the podcast. And if you lose, come back and listen to the podcast because the picks are great and you'll make a killing. I'm going to get on my soapbox for a second. Um, the Ravens game, at the end of that game, yeah, that was not a touchdown. Um, the last he only one? had one foot in, and if you saw that game, they said it was a touch. The, the they said it was a touchdown because apparently, as the rule states, if his ankle hits it's the ground, his it counts. Foot. No, no, not shin. His they, they literally said his ankle because okay. his ankle, his foot was going out, and his ankle hit the ground before his leg fully touched out. That counts as two feet because now, he was. If that's falling. the rule. No, oh, hold on. Then, if that's the rule, then that's an mm-hmm. insane rule to have. Because no. what you're telling me is it's no longer two feet. It's no longer one knee or one hip, which all makes sense. If your ankle hits the ground before you fall out of bounds, then it's a touchdown, which means anytime you catch a touchdown with one foot, you just need to fall down on one leg before you fall out of bounds. And it's always going to be a touchdown. The rule is if you fall down in the end zone, it's a touchdown. That's the rule. You don't have to worry about two feet. He did. He fell down in the end zone. Yeah, but you know, it was because his ankle touched before the rest of his leg hit out of bounds. Is what they said on TV, and I went and checked because I wanted to make sure I got this rule right. And I'm it's like, a that's touchdown. insane. That's no, insane. If you fall down and his leg fell down, you can't have your ankle touch unless you fall down. That's correct, but you can fall out of bounds if you're he on the, if you're on the boundary line and mm-hmm. you're falling out that way, and your other foot doesn't touch. Then how are you in bounds? He fell in bounds. It's a touchdown. Baltimore State. That is not a touchdown. Baltimore needs to get their act together. Let's put they like need this. to fire the DC coordinator that, and get somebody that, if, to get these guys to play. If better. that's a touchdown, you believe Maradona didn't touch the ball with his hands. Okay? If that's a touchdown, Tom Brady didn't fumble in that blizzard. He did. If that's a touchdown, Franco Harris, no. Franco Harris no, no. didn't have somebody else touch the ball before he touched it. Tom Brady. You see did, the tape. Tom, Tom Brady did fumble. Yeah, that's my Franco point. That's Harris not a touchdown. Did catch the ball. Yeah, that's so, not. A, so, no, it didn't bounce off anybody before it got to him. No, it, it, the immaculate reception. It touched yes. two people. We've seen it. As long as okay. it touches the defensive man before it touches you, it's okay. It touched and the it guy did. on the offense. It touched an offensive man and a defensive man, and Franco caught it. <laughs> Brady did fumble. And that was a rep. touchdown. You got and the that, vision that, and the age that's and the right. lack of rule knowledge to call yeah. these games totally incorrectly. Yeah, you drive go. me nuts. I may not be able to call the rules, but I can definitely call the picks on the Uptown Parlay recap <laughs> show. <laughs> oh man, you you are wild. Now, I what did. was your what was your favorite game besides that one in the pros? Oh, my favorite game in the pros to watch was actually the Chargers game. 
I, Why? I um, because I, of the back and forth. Because of the back and forth, and because everybody, a lot of um, there's been a lot of talk on Twitter, basically yeah. about how ESPN analysts talk about how they think um, Justin Herbert is such a good quarterback, yeah. but nobody's talking about um, I can't remember the quarterback's name in particular, but it, oh, Tua, Tua Tagovailoa, because the Dolphins keep winning. And they say, why do you keep talking about Justin Herbert and not Tua? And I'm like, because Justin Herbert is having to carry his team. And Tua has two really good wide receivers. Mm-hmm. One so good, he might have 2,000 yards received mm-hmm. before they get to the 17th regular season game. That's how good Tyreek Hill is. So I get it. Tua is great. But he wasn't great for some reason before this guy got there. Exactly. Or before this had, new coach got there. Because the coaches, the coaches set it up for him to be successful. They, yes. they, they wanted Tua to be a, a, a stand-up, um, drop-back quarterback, and he is not that. I don't think that He's works a, for anybody. No, it does, because that's what's working for Justin Herbert. He can stand up in the pocket and throw the ball around. Tua is not. Tua has to be moving. If his pocket is moving, he's going to be successful. But if he's a stand-up quarterback just throwing the ball, old-fashioned quarterback, he's not going to be successful. And if you notice his plays, he's almost always on the move. And he's almost always moving to his left, okay? Because the pocket moves. If his pocket is moving, Mm. he's going to be successful. But if he's standing up... in the pocket and he'll lose. Keep him in the pocket and he'll lose. Because he can't run out like Lamar. Well, he can run out. Not like Lamar. Not like that. He can't run out like Lamar, or he can't run out like Tyler, Kyler, whatever his name is. You got it right. But, um, but but he he can get he can get around. He can okay. still be, I mean, he is probably the third or fourth best running quarterback if you don't count Justin Fields, who's really right now playing the running back as quarterback. But that's a whole nother issue oh, in Chicago. Man. Okay. Chicago doesn't have a team. This kid they don't is have a team, get, but they have a key. He, but he's going to get killed. He's he's hurt now. Yeah. He's hurt now. He's going to get killed because if you have him running 15, 20 times a game, you're in mm-hmm. trouble. So, you know, that that's just my t- – I would let him sit the rest of this season and, you know, develop the – let the team get better because – or just let him be a drop-back quarterback, whatever happens. Just let him learn to drop back and pass the ball. Whatever happens, your season's already done. Why get this kid killed for no reason? Okay. I, that's my, I that's my Chicago that. analogy. Because had he had to play that Jets game, it would have gotten – it would have been bad because they, they they don't really have anybody. People were getting season-ending injuries. And it's something go. about – apparently I read – well, it has nothing – well, the turf doesn't help, but it's the fact that the Bears don't have a team. And it's interesting because it's the reverse of what the Jets have. The Jets have a team and no quarterback. The yes. Bears have a quarterback and no team, which I find kind of funny. Well, the Jets may have because a quarterback now. Had, no, because they could have had Justin Fields. Because he was drafted four spots after after Zach Wilson. So they didn't want an athletic QB. At least not at least not Justin Fields. It's like they, when the they, Bears took Mitchell Trubisky and then Houston took uh, Sean Watson. Now, mm-hmm. aside from his off-the-field issues... I'm trying to understand how you take Trubisky over Watson or, for that matter, Zach Wilson over, you know, Justin Fields, if you look at what they did in college. But it is what but it the, is. The Jets, the Jets have a quarterback now if they will play him. Mike White? Mike White. 
every Mike White is a lot like um, Jimmy Garoppolo. These guys just win. Okay, people may talk about them. They do this and they do that, but they win. Every his this, the last time he started, he won. His he is in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> he he he. What did he do? I think he had forty nine completions in the game, which is the highest number of completions ever. He's in the Hall of Fame for that. Yeah, the my kid, point, Yeah, the kid throws the ball to where you can catch it. They all they all may be five yards or less or ten yards or less. He may not throw a lot of bombs, mm. but he throws the ball accurately. And the team, for whatever reasons, football player, you know, football at that level is it's it's a mental game. Everybody's big, everybody's strong, everybody's fast. It's a mental game. It's who wants it more. And the Jets, when he is throwing that ball around and they're gaining five yards and five yards, they are playing hard for him. And that's the they difference. Are. That's the had, difference. Uh, it was Charles Robinson from Yahoo Sports said he it's a real issue now because he played so well mm-hmm. and he did it exactly how the offense is drawn up. Mm-hmm. He won the locker room. He didn't try that's to make right. spectacular throws like Wilson tries to make because he has a better arm. He just threw it to where he needed to, got it to those guys, and then he said, you go make plays. Or he didn't say that, but he played within the offense, and that's what the offense dictates. And, and they Garrett play, Wilson and they, was able to run away from his guy okay. basically twice. And they played for him. Yes. Okay. Playing for your playing for the guy that's a nominal leader on the team is very important. If you don't have faith in that guy, you're not gonna kill yourself for him. You know, because if you watch football now, it's turned into touch football. Instead of tackling now and smacking somebody hard, they try to take the they try to grab the ball out of your hands. Or mm. you see guys standing around. You know, guys used to, the, the pile used to be the pile. Now they'll have guys pushing and jumping. They don't, they just don't hit anymore. And, but if you have a guy that you want to play for, you'll break your neck and you'll get out there and kill. What I will say is I noticed on the defensive side, I don't see a lot of guys wrapping up. I see them going in with the shoulder more. And I'm, and I, and I must, and I'm realizing they must be coaching that. Because everybody in the league can't be doing the same thing, whether it's in college or whether it's in the pros. Everybody in the whole league can't be doing the same thing unless coaches are telling them to do this. They didn't all just come up with this on their own. So they've been did, getting coached to do this since they were like 14, probably younger. And now they're 24, 25, and they're in the league, or 22, 23, and they're all still doing this. People don't wrap coach, up as much. Either they're being coached that way, which I maybe, but everyone's but I doing think it. part of it is in order to get in the limelight, and everybody wants to be in the limelight now because that's where the money is, that's where the ads are, that's where the endorsements are. To get in the limelight, if you can strip the ball from somebody, you get to take your helmet off and run around the field. I don't know if the agents are telling them that or the managers or the coaches, but that's what's happening. You know what the best highlight for me this, this week was? What? Was in the Rams game against KC. Um, I think it was um, Kelsey ran a route and Big Mouth Ramsey was checking him. And he lost Ramsey twice. He went down. I think he took a step to the outside. Ramsey went that way. Then he turned back inside. Ramsey got tripped up and then he caught a touchdown. And, and that was the best. I love to see guys with big mouths 
get burned. Okay? I like guys who just play hard, do their thing, are successful at their thing without having to tell you about it. The people who tell you they're good usually stink. Okay? And I was so happy to see. And, and surprisingly enough, the way these analysts and football guys who do the announcing, mm-hmm. they talk a lot of trash. They don't really tell you anything about the game, what's going on. No one commented on Ramsey getting burned. But let Ramsey strip the ball from somebody. They go on and off about it. He stripped it 18 times, and he's got 14 million interceptions, and he's the best um, cornerback. But when he got burned all day Sunday, that was the best thing. For me. That was the best play I saw all, all, night, all, all, all week. You are correct. I'm, the oh. I'm looking at little things. I'm not yeah. looking at. I'm looking at who made that block. I'm. I'm looking at who made the block that allowed him to get 84 yards against um against Seattle to win the game for Vegas. I'm not looking at him getting the 84. Who made the Who made that block that opened up that hole? That left tackle who turned the guy to the left side so he could sprint through. That's what I look at. Yes. Yeah. But I will say Kansas City has one problem because they don't have any healthy wide receivers left, it seems. Yeah. Which is kind of an issue when you need somebody to throw the ball to. Well, but, but, is out. Uh, the, one of the other guys, the, the Marquise Hardiman, right. Hardiman is out. Yeah. So it's 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 getting to be a point where, like, they literally don't have healthy bodies. If they so get Odell, it'll be a problem. I don't think they should get Odell. I think Odell is the guy that disrupts the team. The chemistry on the team, you but that's so. my Even two after cents. Last year. Even after last year, because okay. the team he was on had so many strong personalities, they were able to keep him in check. But KC has proven one thing: what's that? We can take we can take almost anybody, including me, you, or my mom, who's ninety nine years old, make them a wide receiver, and we can still win. They <laughs> lost. They lost the <laughs> fastest guy in the league with yeah. some of the best hands in the league. And they're still crushing in the passing game. Yeah, they really are. Part of their passing game is is home, is um, the quarterback running around, and you if you if you're a wide receiver or running back, if mm-hmm. you keep moving, he can find you. He's got great vision looking downfield, whether it's a ten yard pass, a fifty yard pass, a five yard pass. He gets it to you, and then you get to do your thing after that. Oh, the one thing I did notice, uh, let's say this, Minnesota is as good as I think they are. That game showed me, no, 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 it it showed me that they really are a complete team. Kirk Cousins isn't great, but he's just a little bit better than a game manager, which is what Jimmy Garoppolo is. And him being that good and everyone else being that good around him or being better around him, they are a problem. And they can and legitimately they, go to the Super Bowl. We could see the Vikings in the Super Bowl for the first time. And they got a since nineteen seventy whatever. They got a receiver that's a combination, Jerry Rice with the hands. Mm. And um and um oh god, I can't think of his name now. With Michael the with Irving? The, no, no. Um he played for Minnesota. Chris Carter. No. Randy Moss. Randy Moss, the combination of Ross with the speed and the height. Hmm. And, and the sticky hands, and and Jerry Vice with the with the precise um Route precise run. routes and yeah. good hands, and this kid Jefferson, he's incredible. He really is. Him and Dalvin Cook are yeah. They I saw that I was like, um, 
whenever Bill Belichick knows how to game plan for somebody, he makes it work. They shut down uh-huh. the Jets to three points. Right. They didn't take the time to really study Chicago because they thought they knew what they were going to do. Mm-hmm. Fields ran around a lot, made plays, and it surprised them. And after that, the coaches didn't react, and then they just got blown out. Outside of those games, they've stayed in it with Buffalo. Like it was a, it was tough for Buffalo to beat them. Without Tua, they beat Miami. Like right. they're not a terrible team. They're gonna barely make it into the playoffs. I think they'll have a winning record at nine and eight. So yeah, the fact that the fact that Minnesota keeps finding ways to win. I understand that everything had to go right for them to beat Buffalo. There you go. Finding ways, finding ways to win doesn't make you a good team. Cleveland is finding ways to win. Doesn't make them a good team. The Jets, the Jets are finding ways to win. Doesn't make them a good team. I'm not found ways to lose the past couple of weeks. I'm not sold on Minnesota. They may make it to the NFC championship, but I'm thinking if they do. They might lose, but we'll see what happens. And the Bills are playing hurt, and it shows because that game should not have been as close to Detroit as it was. Detroit plays tough, but yes. the fact that you needed to come down to a last-second field goal to beat the Lions on Thanksgiving shocked everybody, and including everybody at Fox, who was happy that they finally got a good game out of the Lions. It cost a lot of people money. Yes, yes it did. Well, I took the Lions. I it told everybody, a lot of listen, money. the Bills are hurt. They're playing on a short week. I get it. They're playing two times indoors, but um, players keep complaining all season about how they don't like playing on turf, but at least they played on the same turf, so they know what cleats to wear two weeks in a row. There you the go. Bills are walking wounded. The fact that the Lions could do that with golf against a defense that was crushing teams earlier in the season, just shutting them down, shows how hurt that defense is. So whatever the, it's not an excuse, but it's just the reason. Like They're not going to cover a lot of 10-point spreads, I don't think. That's just my opinion. I don't It'll think win, so either. But it'll be close. So pay attention to that to the people who are betting on these. Um, yeah, watch out to people taking their dad picks. Be careful now. I'm still oh, a Buffalo fan now because Buffalo's the only team in New York. Oh, Lord. Okay. Buffalo Bulls. Get me on that soapbox. Even though Buffalo is 400 miles from New York City and Giant Stadium, uh, MetLife Stadium is only eight miles through the tunnel, if that long. The Buffalo Bills is the only team in New York. And now they're going to get a new stadium now that we have a new governor. I know. Go Bills. I have to get my red Bills cap. Oh, Lord. Okay. Hope you enjoy that. Caleb Williams is the Heisman Trophy winner. That's what that game showed me. Going back to college. I got you. He did. He ran. He threw. He ran over people. He ran so he could throw. He did everything he could to make sure that they were going to win that game. He is by, like, Oklahoma losing him really had to hurt. Yeah, what do you think about this um, this transfer? Yeah, what do you think about this transfer thing? I like it because you get it one time. It's a one-time free transfer. He... he, No, It's a one-time free transfer. Yeah, it is. Because it's a one-time and you don't have to sit out. I saw a guy the other day was on three different teams in five years. I'm assuming he must have gotten cut, and he must have gotten a waiver. You can't get cut from college, boy. Yes, They're you not can, a, actually. They, they can't take your scholarship. If they cut you from the team, you keep your scholarship. Yes. They have to pay for you to go to school. That's true, but it also means you don't get to play, and he probably wanted to play. Mm, I got you. There ha- the, I think the one-time – it's a one-time transfer rule. That's what the, that's what the new thing is. You can really? transfer okay. once during your whole career. 
And what gave everybody an extra year was the COVID year. They said if you played in 2020, maybe we that's can make what sure these conferences get this money. Okay. Guess what? You get to do. You get to. You can play another year after that. So even if you're a fifth year senior, you get yeah. two senior years now. So you got to play 2020 and 2021. Or if you're a junior, if you were 20, if you were 21 in the redshirt uh, junior, right. that was technically your fourth year. Now you're in your sixth year because yeah. you got an extra year last year and this year. Because the guy in um, the quarterback for UCLA, I think his name yeah. is Robinson. Yeah, he's a six-year. He's a six-year senior. That's it's the incredible. Year. Yeah, yeah, but he's it, been there wild. for three years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But this is a six-year in school. Yes, and I don't see him making it close. I guess this is his career, huh? He, I don't know. I don't know if he has a shot, but I think they're taking a chance on these smaller QBs. So he was trying to prove how good he was. But his Kyle arm Murray is can not, start in the NFL, then maybe he could start in the NFL. No, his arm is not his arm is not a, a seventy yard guy. Oh, to to well, play in the pros, you have to throw it not only far, but you have to throw it fast and hard. Well yeah, then I mean Mike White's you know. days are numbered. Mike White, if he can throw five to fifteen yards and the team is killing for him, he might be there. He's listen, mm-hmm. he's the team certainly plays better for him. Than, than Mr. Wilson. That's that's true. And that's what that's what should scare Jets fans. And Mr. Wilson has to go up a lot. I don't know if he has the physical talent, but this kid White has the talent. So we'll see. Yeah. I would play uh, him ahead of almost anybody. But I like the college rule because of this. There were seven there were six different games in which teams lost where right. there were rumors of the coach going to move on. The main okay. one that I remember, which you may not know who this is, Hugh Freeze. He's the yes. head coach of Liberty. Yeah. He just got hired by Auburn. He got he fired might, from Mississippi. He for, might get hired. Yeah, he got fired from Mississippi because he lied about an investigation. Yeah. Lied to the pe- kids' parents about them going on probation. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know how he lost his job? Because he was using his phone to call an escort service. Yes. And had he not lied to the investigators from the NCAA, they wouldn't have found that out. And then somehow the Christian school Liberty was like, when, Can you imagine that? Then yeah, which makes me laugh. And then they got blown out by my adopted team, the New Mexico State's uh Cowboys or Aggies. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it was just hilarious to me because they don't really have a rival, but New Mexico State showed up at four and six and were like, We are going to prove to you we're better than you. And Liberty was like, We're not playing for this guy, he's leaving. And he did. He's no freeze isn't going yet. You freeze is the new he head is, coach of Alabama as Auburn. He, it has no, been announced on multiple platforms. They no, because I, I just saw it tonight. He's not hired yet. He's considered. He's being considered, and uh, I don't know how they're going to explain hiring this guy who who is in today's society considered a sleazebag. In so most we'll society, happens. he's considered a sleazebag. Well, in today's society, where you can't you can't sneeze without somebody going on Twitter or Instagram or some other craziness and tell me you're no good and you shouldn't have the job because you said this 20 years ago. But um, I don't know how they're going to hire the guy. I mm. mean, the guy's a sleazebag. He's not an example for kids 18 to 22, 23 years old. To me, yeah. that's what college sports is for, is to help people grow up. And I don't see how you're going to be a sleazebag and help people grow up. If you were so upset about that coach in um, Iowa using the N-word, and yeah. talking to the students, yeah. I don't know why people aren't won't be just as upset about this guy. They want to win more than they care about morals. 
Well, and that's the truth well, of the SEC and most college football that wants to win national titles. It's it, the, the 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 trick to me was Liberty hired him. Yeah, I know. So that's what we have this image. But you have to remember too that the president of Liberty was in a three-way regular three-way cuckold situation with some guy in Florida <laughs> and his wife. Yeah, so that's to be expected from these kind of quote unquote God parents, you know, schools. It's, yeah, who may not, who may, who only fear their kind of God. It's one of the most ridiculous stories that when I heard about, it, I was like, this, this, the fact that this is real is insane to me. And then Jerry you have a guy Taylor like Jr. you have a guy like Vic Patino who has to go to Iona, yeah, to get a job. Had to go overseas to Italy, come back to Iona. Nobody wants to hire him, and he's a great coach because he was having an affair. Hold on, hold on. But also, also, he had prostitutes brought in when he was recruiting players at Louisville, and people were getting paid on the team when he was at Louisville. Don't forget those two other major things. Those but were the those, two things that got him. But no, no. He, he yes. did, the, the assistant coach did that. And he and you're telling me you believe and, that Rick Pitino, who is in charge of the basketball team, didn't know that someone who worked for him was handing people brown bags full of $120,000? He may not have known about it when it was happening, but I ah. think he may have known about it afterwards. He knew. But I, I, I don't know. You can't give Patino a chance. You can give this guy Hugh Freeze a chance. I'm sorry, but that's just how I think. I hear you. Listen, Patino has a chance. He's been cleared. The NCAA cleared him after four years. Exactly. Which is insane. But and that's why he's. I would better be happy that he's going to get him to the tournament one more time, and they'll win the MAC. And he's conference. ready to retire. So there you go. No, Are you ready for my pro picks for this I'm month for ready. this week? Okay. Yes. I've got Buffalo over New England. Buffalo's getting five and a half. Really? Okay. I've got Detroit over Jacksonville. Detroit's getting one. Are they Jackson- where are they playing? Uh I'm not I think I think Detroit. Okay. I think That's Detroit. Great. I, I'm I didn't go write Detroit down on that one. I didn't write down the home teams because I didn't okay. I didn't no, get you're right. They're at Detroit. Today. That's so true. I couldn't do it my my whole my homework completely. I've got the Giants over Washington. Oh, okay. Everybody in the in the um the NFL East is at least two games over five hundred. Yes, there's a chance that all four of them will make the playoffs. I really but like that. The only one who can drop out is going to be either Washington or Giants because they have to lose to each other. If the Giants beat Washington twice, they're in. If Washington beats the Giants twice, the Giants are in. What happens if they split? Then they both might get in. They both might wind up 10 and 6. I'm rooting for Washington to beat them twice. I'm rooting for the Giants, okay? Um, I don't cheer for New Jersey. Sorry. I understand. I can't cheer for Washington. So the the Washington is getting two points. I'm picking the Giants. I got Baltimore over Denver. Denver's getting eight points. I've said all along, people like to blame Mr. Wilson. I'm blaming the coach. The coach shouldn't be the coach. He doesn't know what he's doing. He has no offensive plan. He's incompetent. But everybody talks about Russell Williams. Russell Wilson can't do this and can't do that. How about the coach can't run the team? I do think it's weird that nobody, that the players aren't angry at the head coach. They're angry at Russ. As if he's calling the plays. 
Well, nobody's going to get Because he has mad. a weird personality and is like always running for president, as they say. Yes, he is. He's, he's very aloof and standoffish. He's never been one of the boys. And yep. that's part that's part of his personality. Um, but listen, so yeah. I got Baltimore over Denver because Baltimore cannot cannot do this again. They cannot get a lead and give it away. Do you think and they if, can score enough points to beat them by ten or eight? Baltimore Baltimore yeah. can score. But Denver okay, can't but do the, anything. The over under for that game is thirty eight points, which means they expect to be thirty eight points or total. Less yeah. scored in that game, so Denver is going to get. Uh, I mean, Baltimore is going to get twenty-eight. Denver is going to get seven. <laughs> that's that covers. That's thirty-five. Perfect. I've got Cleveland over Houston. All right, Houston. You know, two coaches are going to get fired this year: Lovey Smith in Houston and the guy in Denver. They're both okay. going to lose their job. Okay. Um, and and it's unfair for Lovey Smith because he inherited a lousy team. According yeah. to according to all reports, Denver was only missing a quarterback. They got a yeah. quarterback, and they got worse. You can only blame yeah. that on coaching. And I've got KC plus three over Cincinnati. So those Kansas are my City. six dad picks for this week. You think Kansas City is going to go into Cincinnati and beat them? At least by three, if not more. I don't have – I'm not feeling that one. That's what the show is for, brother. That's true. For me, for me to give you the winning dad picks, and for you to say no, they're not going to win. Mm-hmm. So I've got six mm-hmm. picks. I got Buffalo, Detroit, the Giants, Baltimore, Cleveland, and KC. I like it. You got uh, college championship games are all this week. Do you have any of those games you want to pick? There are no games this week. Yeah, there are. USC is all the college championships, so it's all okay, the championships. So I didn't see that when I was. It's a bunch them up. of teams you don't know, but I'm going to give you the real teams. That give you them to know. me. Give them Utah, to me all. Utah versus I USC. Got US, I got USC. All right, Kansas State versus TCU. Got TCU. Same spread for both. Both teams are minus three. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have uh, UCF, University of Central Florida versus Tulane for the American Conference Championship. Tulane's minus three. Tulane mm. already beat UCF, so this is kind of a mm-hmm. weird one that they got to play them again. I have to leave that one alone, but I I like UCF. Okay, but I wouldn't. I'm not picking them, but I like them. Okay, LSU at uh, UGA in the Atlanta yeah. SEC title game. LSU Atlanta has to lost. Georgia has to win by 18 points to cover. Where are they playing? In Atlanta, in the where the Falcons play. That's where the SEC title game. Take- is. Georgia. It's a home game, basically. Georgia is crushing because LSU just lost last week, and that kind of demoralized them. Georgia okay. by 25. Let's go. And then the least important uh, conference championship game, Clemson versus UNC, the Who Cares Bowl. As I, like I got Clemson. It. Clemson is minus 7.5. Got Clemson, easy. And then Michigan has to beat Purdue by 17 points to cover in the Big Ten title game. And they're playing in Michigan? Uh, I think they're playing either in Indianapolis or they always play in a dome. So I believe they're playing in Indianapolis. They used to play in St. Louis, but I believe they're playing in Indianapolis. And playing pro- I would take Purdue if Purdue gets 17. 
Yeah, Purdue is getting 17. They're getting take, Purdue's getting take, plus 17. Michigan will win, but take Purdue. If you're just picking winners straight up, take Michigan. If you're going with the points for the big money, take Purdue. Okay. You think Purdue covers. I like that. That's a risky Absolutely. pick. I Absolutely. It. And for me, I'm going to take Boise State against Fresno. That is my money pick of the week. Boise State only has to win that conference title game by four points to win. Which I'm State with win. you. Boise State. And the over under, well, actually, I'm not going to take the over under. These college games always, almost always go over. So I would say for any college game, take the uh, over. It's going to go over. I don't care possibly. who's playing. It could be, it could be Troy versus uh, Ohio. I don't even know how that yeah. would work because there are two separate conferences. Bet the over. They're going to score I'll, 68 points. I take Boise too. I love their blue field. And my Buffalo Bulls are trying to get a. They had their game canceled, so they had to reschedule because they're not in the conference title game. So they are trying to get ball eligible. I am going to take them minus 11 versus the worst team in the MAC, who is now two and nine. Akron. This is technically a rivalry game. There will probably be no one at the stadium because there was no one there last week when it was 50 degrees and they were playing against uh, Kent State. They are going to win this game handily. Did you be win last week? They lost last week. It was very heartbreaking. They lost and they lost in overtime too. Are they playing at home? They're playing at home. Take UB. I'm with you with that. They want to get ball eligible, and I like that coach. I don't like whoever the offense coordinator is because it ain't him, but yeah, it is what it is. Take take, take that. One more note before we go. The uh-huh. Dallas Cowboys-Giants game was the most watched game, regular season game in the history of the NFL. Most watched Thanksgiving game or most no. watched game? Most watched regular season game in NFL history. 43 wow. million people tuned in. See, now, th- th- that's some of the reasons why I say USC doesn't get in. Okay. They, well, that, oh, nobody because of stuff, because of stuff like that. I, their game wasn't the most watched. That was Ohio State and Michigan because they were both. No, no, I'm it, just saying that's team. why USC doesn't get in because they don't have confidence in the audience for that game. For watch mm-hmm. USC, they don't, they don't have, you know, it's about the money. So then they they're worrying about the ticket sales, the ad sales, the sponsorships, etc. Of any et West Coast team, USC carries carries importance. In fairness, yeah, to USC. Of, of any USC and UCLA would carry importance. Absolutely, I agree with that. So, but we'll that's see why what I happens. They'll get it. Okay, I got you. So, until next week, Ace, take us out from the Uptown Parlay Recap Show with G Dad. We are out of here. Thank you, folks, for listening. Uh, like and subscribe. Follow us on Podbean. Follow us on Podcast Addict. Follow us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and wherever you find all your podcasts. And iTunes Radio with Alexa. Follow us there if you are Tom Hanks and you use TuneIn Radio, which he said. Follow us on all the podcast apps that you can and like and leave comments. You can send us emails if you follow me on Twitter, and I will always be tweeting out pics and my crazy opinions about whether or not that was a touchdown in the Baltimore game, which I still dispute that it was. So it is what it is. I will die on that hill this season. That was not a touchdown. And if that happens in the playoff game, watch there be a bunch of irate fans just like me losing their minds on Twitter, tweeting all these people at the NFL that were like, what are you talking about? That's a touchdown. But it is what it is. I will I will die on that hill, though, this season. Good night. Good luck with your bets.